It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 yeah. Northern News, live around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull. 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And we're rounding it off in Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. I, we've done some live shows yeah. in Edinburgh and London. And we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's brilliant. We can't wait to do it and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs> so get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P-L-O-S. I-V-E.C-O.U-K. We're going to get chunked out of our beans. Let's do it. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60. Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Amy Gledhill. And me, Ian Smith. I come from the northern town of Ghoul. And you might be able to tell from my accent, I come from Hull. And to our shame, we have been living in London now for ages. Too long, and we want to catch up with all the news that's been going on up north. This is Northern, Northern News. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Northern News. Welcome, one and all. Uh, my name's Ian Smith. Is it? Mm. You didn't seem sure, Ian. Listen, how often do you say your name out loud? Quite a lot. Do you really? You're a comedian. I've been Ian oh, Smith. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like your job, it's part of yeah, your job. I forgot about that. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> And any appointments you go to, yeah. anytime you're calling, oh, it's Amy Gledhill here. Yeah. Glad it's Ian Smith Ian. here for his hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to get into what you've been up to this week, Ian. Well... Let me tell you what's on my mind this week. I did the Now Show on Radio 4 and I received three emails and one tweet Oh yeah. about the way I say the letter H. Okay. I say H yeah. and apparently it's H. Yeah, no, but that's bollocks, isn't it? Yeah, and I, I Googled, because when I got these complaints, I Googled Com- what's the... Would what... you say they were complaints? Oh, I'd say they were complaints. <gasps> the wording of them was, was not happy. No. One man emailed me. He said... Um, I was enjoying the Now Show until um, Ian Smith come on. And this is sent to my email, but he's emailing like I've got a secretary. So he's saying, um, until Ian Smith come on and um, was mispronouncing H. And he's saying, it's A-I-T-C-H, not H-A-I-T-C-H. It's like, it really ruined our enjoyment of the show. But the, the, the weirdest bit is like, my two daughters were screaming at the radio. I know who this guy is because I've, I put his email in Google and I've been looking at his landscape gardening company. And 
God, I was so close to um, leaving like a one star like review on um, what, whatever. What's that like? Um, Trekker trade or something? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, this guy, he don't pronounce his words properly. One star. He can't even say conifers. Um, um, he says conifers. <laughs> but his his kids are probably like little teenage girls. Yeah. Listening to Radio 4 like a couple of dweebs. Losers. I, I've never heard yeah. two people sound more like losers. Listening yeah. to Radio 4 with your dad and shouting to correct someone's pronunciation. Yeah. Do you know what it means? If he's saying H, do you understand what he means? Yeah, yeah you do. And Get the, over it. It was really annoying because I was doing a stand-up set about HS2, <laughs> so it came up all the time. <laughs> so they're going like, oh, he's mispronounced that there. Oh, he's done it again. <laughs> he, that's how he says it. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming was the word you screaming at the radio, and the quote was, it's a, they were screaming at the radio, it's A-I-T-C-H, not H-A-I-T-C-H. I love that you said, it's A-I-T-C-H, not H. Yeah. A-I-T-C-H. <laughs> but also, it's a letter. Why are you yeah. spelling a letter? Yeah, get over it. How would you spell a letter? Also, it sounds American to me. H. Yeah. H. H-S-2. H-S-2, if you don't mind. <laughs> It's H. A woman tweeted about how angry she was about it. And um, she she hadn't tweeted in four years. Four years. And she's like, just, she'll have had to go, what's my login? And like, I'd probably reset a password or something to tweet that. Yeah, login is definitely A I T C H. Yeah, yeah. It really annoyed me. I just think people speak, speak, people speak different. Yeah. What's your problem? I used to pronounce faux pas, Falk's pass. Good for you. And I'm going to start doing it again, actually. Me, just me to, too, actually. What's been going on with your your week? Well, I wanted to spend some money. I had a choice, right? Mm-hmm. Either getting a food intolerance test, which I think might help my life going yeah. forward, because I'm definitely intolerant to loads of foods, mm. but I just keep eating them. Uh, mushrooms, peppers, tomatoes, onions, Oh, aubergines. they're in so much as well. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely like, they don't, They give me headaches, mm. I feel terrible. I thought I could get that and have it confirmed for definite or I could spend the same amount of money getting my colours done. <laughs> what, what does that mean? You, your hair? No. Your colours? Right, you, hang on. You, <laughs> getting your colours done? I don't know. What could that mean? You send some money. It's definitely a scam. You send some money to a woman and a... <laughs> Review and she goes, Ooh, you're a spring. You should wear these colours. And you went for that one? <laughs> I went for that one. <laughs> that didn't even. I thought, as you said the first one, I was like, Right, the way you're setting this up, you've definitely not gone for that. No. And you've bought something like fun for yourself, frivolous. Or like a massive aubergine that I'm allergic yeah. to. <laughs> not. Like something that sounds made, like made yeah, up. Yeah, I think it is made up. It's Instagram. Instagram has got me yet again, and I've fallen for it. Once you said I you've been cannot, buying stuff off Instagram. I cannot stop. I am so gullible. I'm so gullible. But if what I does see... it mean? Your colours as in what colours match your like aura and no, your personality, or just it's my skin, my eyes. I think that's got to be it because they tell you. Could you... Google that? I think. Yeah, I tried to Google. It. I couldn't work it out. Could I? Oh. I couldn't work it out. I was trying to look at other people that looked a bit like me, but some were spring and some were summer. <laughs> I wanted oh, to know for yeah. sure. And now and then she sends this big report that's all copy and pasted, and it's like, oh, this is all bollocks. <laughs> but so you're spring. I'm spring. What? But what are you wearing in December then? <laughs> no, 
It's not like I have to wear spring clothes. Oh, right. Also, it tells you what wouldn't suit you, like what types of clothes. And it's mm. very much like, don't wear stuff that's really tight around your massive tits. And you're like, yeah, great. I already know this. <laughs> She's typing that up yeah. on her report. Don't wear stuff. <laughs> but do wear spring. So... I'm no wiser to what is actually yeah. ruining my life food-wise, but... Uh, Are you allowed to say how much it cost? It was £120. <laughs> <laughs> and what's funny is the reason I picked that one instead of the food uh, intolerance test, I couldn't work out which food intolerance test was legit. So I just went for something yeah. that I knew was 100% a scam. <laughs> oh, nah. Ian. Yes. Ian, 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 Ian. Mm-hmm. What has been going on in the North, please? So, the story I would like to talk about is Yorkshire Outdoor Centre's hilarious but helpful poster on how to urinate outside. What? They've got a poster about how to have a wild wee. Okay. The Cranedale Centre near Moulton produced a five-part guide to piddling al fresco. Um, <laughs> I think this might be a funny article, actually. I think, I think whoever's written this, they know what they're doing here. Um, I'd love to write, like, a crime novel, and the, the, the detective is called Piddling Alfresco. <laughs> it's me, Piddling Alfresco. Sounds like an Italian-American... Um... Yeah. I'm Piddling Alf- Alfresco. Because <laughs> it sounds like a, a name you'd get in the, like, mafia, like, that his name's Alan Fresco. Oh, yeah. Oh, Piddling Al... <laughs> Piddling out fresco, <laughs> weakest bladder in the in the mafia scene. It'll kill you. I'm a little toilet stop. <laughs> Try and hide your body. It gets caught a lot. <laughs> caught red-handed. Caught short. You should write this up as a pitch. All right, I'm ready. So what? Basically, put you through the five things. What do you think would be the first thing if you're having a wild wee? What you got to do? Um, find somewhere suitable. You're bang on. I'm bang on. You're bob on there. Find a sheltered spot. Sheltered? Yeah. Behind a bush or a wall is good. But step off the public footpath. Please step off the public footpath, piddling out. <laughs> yeah, there again, going. middle of a zebra crossing. <laughs> Walk around. <laughs> Eye contact with people. <laughs> Plenty of space. Use the next crossing. <laughs> Do you know who I am? I'm piddling out fresco. <laughs> I'm fucking piddling out fresco. Right, step two. Any step guesses? Two. Well, get your bits out, innit? I have guess I so, a, in a way, I've yeah. I've a spot, I've missed a no, bit. No, I guess it. So it says take position. Yeah. If you okay. usually sit on the toilet, you'll need to squat for a little bit of a wild wee. Bend your knees, stick your bum out. You may also want to pull your clothing forward between your legs out of the way. I'd say you would want to. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say so. You don't have just a big... Yeah. Just one big wet middle part down yeah. your skirt or dress. Bend over. You might also want to take your trousers off. That's basically what it's saying. Take them off. <laughs> take them fully, fully off I in remember, the middle of a zebra crossing. <laughs> I've done that. Go, go into the toilet. Sometimes there's a there's a small group of people, of men, who you go into the toilet and the urinal, trousers down their ankles. No, they yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. It's rare you see it. It's very rare. No, but you they go in don't. and you're like, I've, I've maybe only seen it twice in my life. Trousers round, like full trousers down the ankles, like but bum out, having a little wee. It's it's mad. Oh it's God. the maddest thing. The confidence of that. I don't like being at a urinal at the best no, of times. No. When someone talks to you, and you're like, got my dick in my hands. 
Oh no, I don't um, want that at all. And you shouldn't have to ever. Shouldn't have, you shouldn't to, have to ever see I that. I should stop using urinals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'm honest. Yeah, it's <laughs> just weird like the challenge. Walking and see you, sort of sat on on one. <laughs> Taking my dress fully off, <laughs> squatting, bum out. <laughs> I'm having a wild wee. <laughs> Step three. So I've found the spot. I've taken position. Mm. Uh, urinate. Check around. Well, these I would say, Mirror giving signal you a clue. Maneuver. Well, they've seemed to have missed out all of that. Okay. And just gone with two warnings oh. of the, about the location you're urinating in. Okay. Something about the land, the the environment. What's dangerous when you're having a piss? Don't piss on electrical things. They haven't put. There's there's more steps to what they should have put. <laughs> Don't piss on an angry animal. Yeah. Don't piss in the view of. You know, children or yeah. just sen- people with sensitive eyes. <laughs> yeah. Not a sensitive, sensitive eyes like, and personalities, just their <laughs> eyes like, ah! Um, don't piss on a thing like a memorial. You've said loads of good ones, but it's not the ones that they've uh, gone with. What is it? Make sure you piss somewhere where it's going downhill away from you. Ah. Don't piss on a slope and then have that slope... Just come straight back at you. We've all been there. Yeah. Don't piss up a slide. And watch out for wind. Oh, that's a good mm. one. I wouldn't have thought of that. And the last one, I think this is quite... Well, I don't know, actually, but it feels quite sexist. The oh. the final, what do you do when you finish your wee? If it's sexist, is it like shake your willy? Yeah. Lots of people just shake a little after a wild wee. Yeah, can women really... can shake. Yeah, it's yeah. called shaking your lettuce. Oh, is it? Yeah. Like I've never a, heard that, but I guess like why it, would I? In a salad spinner, I suppose. Trying to get it dry. Spin the sound. Going round and round and round. Just hip loops. Shaking the lettuce. Shaking a penis, just like, right, that's what it is. Yeah. But spinning the salad, it just <laughs> whenever, whenever I see a salad now, I'm just going to think of piss. Oh. Thanks to this podcast. Thanks a lot, Amy. I can't have salad anymore. <laughs> well, I can't have mushroom, onion, aubergine. Yeah, yeah. So, do you know what? I don't yeah. feel any sympathy Might for that. Might as well be covered in piss and Might aubergine. Well be- <laughs> Maybe it's the piss I'm allergic to. I should stop trying to rinse it in piss. It's meant to be, what's it? Like sterile. Is it? Pisses, isn't it? It fucking better be. <laughs> that didn't even isn't seem it? like a joke. It fucking better be. I better be able to drink my own piss. Otherwise, I've been living a life I shouldn't have been living for years. <laughs> well, if you run out of washing up liquids, you just piss on everything, don't you? Don't like you? your pots and plates. <laughs> what? Amy's plates smell weird. <laughs> well, that's all it is, really. It's just telling you how to piss. But People I don't learned... understand why. Because I'm I sure think you, it goes you get arrested that. for pissing in the street. I can think of a wild piss that I've done. Mm. It was one of the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was in a field in Leeds. And we all decided to run and piss. And I <laughs> ran with my legs open like a crab. Right. Hello? Few, few questions. <laughs> sort of like a crab. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. we were doing crab, crab hands as well, just running and pissing. I uh, never, because you never move when you're pissing. Every as, new as detail woman. is mental. Yes, carry on. We were also doing crab hands. <laughs> the, so the joke is, we're crabs. Yeah, pissing you could crabs. have done all that, but without the piss. <laughs> but what would be the point? <laughs> right, my my main question is, yeah. we the quote, we all decided how. <laughs> How many of you is there? No, there's only about like three, three or four of us doing the piss. But that's mad. Four <laughs> people. You, someone would have had to be like, "Hey, I need a piss." 
do you all happen to need a piss? And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you write, do you fancy doing it running? And you've all gone, yeah, I do actually. But in the style of a crab, I guess. Yeah. Because we'd have to open our legs. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if we're doing it like that, might as well do the pincers. Let's do the pincers. Yeah, it's one of the best ways of our life. Six pound for a pint. Mine's just a little quick one, really. It's from the Manchester Evening News. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's about a college student who has done something that it's illegal, but mm. he's been entrepreneurial, but actually could lead to something very dangerous. <laughs> but, <laughs> so college student posed as, quote, exam cheat for hire to illegally sit theory tests on behalf of struggling learner drivers. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like exam, like school no. exams. No, So he's Road done safety. <laughs> he's done this entrepreneurial thing. But yeah, if people don't know what a red light means. <laughs> so is he in court or something? He, yeah, he's, he's pled guilty. He went wow. to court. He was charging £300 a time. It's a good business model. Yeah, he said he was struggling for money. And he sat testing Preston, Bolton, Scarborough, Sheffield and Chester. Yeah, and you put the train fares. Oh, he'll be driving, I imagine. Um, <laughs> I imagine if he has a yeah. test. <laughs> if he doesn't know anything about driving, he's just... He's like, <laughs> yeah, but I've, I've sat the test like 20 times now and I pass it. There is a line that says, uh, it is not known if he passed any of the tests. He must have done, isn't yeah, he? I, I would want that. I'd be like, yeah, I'll pay you £300, but that is on... Right, hundred pound up front, two hundred pound if you pass. That would that'd be my deal. <laughs> yeah, but people are driving around going like hundred miles an hour. Is that the speed limit here? Yeah? <laughs> okay, now what? Oh, what's that black and white line going across the road? What's this big red cross on the motorway? <laughs> I think I'll take this one. Nobody's using it. <laughs> what the fuck is a chevron? <laughs> what is a chevron? Let's yeah. be honest. My mum taught me how to drive, basically. And uh, when we got in, I said, what do you use that mirror for? Pointing to the left-hand side of the car, the mirror that's on the passenger side. Yeah. She went, I don't know, I don't use it. So my mum gave me all the driving lessons and then I had a few at the end of an instructor who like got me test ready. Yeah. But I really had to correct quite a lot of mistakes. Yeah. For example, <laughs> you should look in your mirrors. Yeah. Right. No, mum said don't use them. No point. <laughs> my mum also basically just drives with the clutch in at all times. And he's like, you can take your foot off the clutch. And I'm like, no, it's just better, isn't it? Then you just never stall. And he's like, but you're never fully in control of the vehicle. And it's like, yeah, well, your mum said, <laughs> clutch in, don't look at mirrors, off you go. Did you pass first time? I did. Uh-huh. I got one minor. Really? That's yeah. incredible. And I had the hardest examiner, and she did all the hardest manoeuvres with me. But wow. I got her talking about theatre. And did you she... think you distracted her? Yeah. <laughs> and also, it was a really sunny day. And uh, my my driving instructor, who was like 10% dodgy, mm. was like, do it in sunglasses and then they can't really tell it when you're checking your mirrors. But I was checking my mirrors loads, not the left-hand passenger side one, obviously because you don't need it, but the other yeah. ones, I was checking them. But I got talking about theatre and I think she thought, oh, she's like a cultured a cultured mm. young lady. She's like, yeah, I like this girl. One, like this one girl minor. Dark, dark shades. Yeah, one minor. And it's because... That's the best I've ever heard of anyone doing really? ever. Really? I've well, she did an emergency stop. I did the emergency stop. I did everything perfect. It's just I didn't look over one of my shoulders twice. So she gave me a minor. I didn't have to do an emergency stop in my test. And when I got to the roundabout, that was a bit I thought, well, that's the harder bit is a roundabout. It was just like, take the first exit of the roundabout. Yeah. Like, 
Well, that basically just means just go left. Yeah. So take, take a left out. Wasn't <laughs> yeah. even, yeah, there wasn't even like go around, go around a bit. Just took a left. So like, this is easy. I got four minors. Did I don't you? think I had to do anything. <laughs> One of them was for being overly cautious. Because um, there there's a junction where loads of cars are coming and it can take ages. And the instructor was like, eventually you just need to... So like stick out. your nose out a bit. Yeah. And I think it took me a while to do that because I didn't want the instructors yeah. to be like, there's cars coming, what are you doing? Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's like, you're a bit too cautious. Like, oh, fucking hell, that's going to be dangerous on the roads, isn't it? <laughs> fucking. Um, did you pass your theory test straight away or did you need to hire this guy? I don't want to say. Legally, so no. I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> um, I don't want to get called into his court case. Yeah, and I was quite worried about the, the hazard test. Because I remember, oh, like, yeah. doing one online, and I was so, like, oh, as soon as this hazard comes, I'm clicking. Yeah. So you'd see, like, the corner of someone coming, and I was like, bang, hazard! <laughs> like, boom, it's right there! And I looked back at my results, and I'd, like, missed four of them. Like, I was clicking, like, as soon as my peripheral saw anything, I'm like, bang, yes! Um, and it was, like, before the hazard come. Right. So in my hazard test, I did two clicks for everything. So I would see the hazard, be like, right, it's there, bang, Bang. Because I thought, if I've gone a bit too soon, because I'm preternaturally good <laughs> at spotting hazards. Um, <laughs> what an excellent word. Yeah, well done. I let the people who aren't on my level also see that I've seen them. Oh, that's nice. So that's you, you're too good for the test. I can so see So you hazards. have to dumb yeah. yourself down for the hazard test. Yeah. A it's lot like, of people... I know it's there, but I'll wait till they catch mm. up. Wait till the bloody computer catches up with yeah. my... <laughs> my eyes. <laughs> my robot eyes. Yeah. That need glasses that I wasn't wearing at the time. <laughs> I was dreading him saying, like, um, what's the registration of that oh, car? Because yeah. I'd just been like, the chances of me guessing this. <laughs> WC81PH. HHH6HHHH. <laughs> like, yeah, that is that. Yeah, that'll do. What a weird number plate. <laughs> What What's happened to this, to this entrepreneur? So he appeared at Chester Magistrates Court. Mm-hmm. He just immediately pled guilty. He has no previous convictions. Mm. So, you know, he had his whole life ahead of him. Yeah, he sounds like a nice guy. He sounds like he's just trying times. his best. Yeah, it's just he hasn't really thought of uh, how dangerous this could be. Um, so yeah. he's received six points. His licence has been suspended. Oh. Oh, no. Due to receiving six points for using a mobile phone behind the wheel, which is definitely on the theory yeah, test. Yeah, yeah. You'd ask that, Get you? your money back if you've... Yeah. If you've Spent 300 quid, you don't know what he's doing. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Tip Podcasts.
And now it's time for our special guest, Esther Manito, who comes from Saffron Walden, which Wikipedia says is not to be confused with Sutton Waldron. So, Esther, thanks for joining what? us. What's it like being brought up in Sutton Waldron? <laughs> and I love the way you said Saffron Waldron as well. That was really insane. Oh, how are you supposed to say it? You put all the emphasis on all the weird parts of the... Well, it's Saffron Walden. What am I supposed to be emphasising? I don't know. It just sounded funny when you said it. Saffron Walden. Saffron. Saffron. Like the spice. Yeah. Walden. Like... Yeah, good luck. The word. <laughs> Walden. Walden. <laughs> Saffron Walden. Saffron Walden. <laughs> Is that yeah. good? Is that good? Is that, co- is that your Essex? That's my that's, Essex. Yeah. That's the best I can that's do. That's your Essex. Tell us about Saffron Walden. What's it like? So we've established Essex. It's a little market town. Oh. It's a pretty town. It's got a lot prettier now, but it's a very old town. It's like a Tudor <gasps> town. Oh, I love this. So it's old. You said it's got a lot prettier now. And as if there's I... almost like a hot resident who's coming. It's all been... <laughs> kind of gentrified quite a bit now so it's a bit more kind of like twee now mm. it's got a lot sexier a lot more sexy people have moved in oh i left oh. and straight away <laughs> everything got sexier sounds like love island but with tudor decking yeah tudor love island, tudor love big... island. <laughs> everyone's got yeah loads of clothes on check out his collar <laughs> Everyone's I like boiling. it rough. Oh, we mind getting in those bloomers. <laughs> I don't know what they wore in Tudor times. Bloomers and roughs, I think that's it. Esther, enough about this. We want to hear a story from you, please, of where you're from. Something that gives us a little flavour, a little insight. So it was a very exciting time in Saffron Walden when I was a kid because Saffron Walden Town Band took part in record breakers as part of the largest ever town band wow and the youngest member of that town band was yours truly esther manito you're a record breaker (laughs) record breaker (laughs) with roy castle and we joined up with about 20 other town bands to make the world's largest town band and we played those men in the flying machines. Wow. So how many people were in this band all together then? I reckon it was probably, God, it must have been about 500 people, I reckon. Whoa. Wow. Um, and what did you play, Esther? The glockenspiel. Yes, of course it was. What is a glockenspiel, actually? It's like a metal xylophone, but it has, it's laid out like a piano, so it has both the black keys and the white keys. Oh, I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about what's the one that's like... um. I mean, in primary school, we had a fish. It was like a wooden fish that had like a, a scale. Oh, you're back. thinking ocarina. Ocarina. Bloody that is hell. a metal. You can't play an ocarina in a brass band. If you've said it once, you've said it a million times. <laughs> I love the fact that the ocarina phase died as quickly as it started. It was literally the worst thing. It didn't follow any music. It didn't teach you anything. It was literally just like someone's gone, I've driven six holes yeah. into an old shoe. It's a cheap way of giving kids an hour to pop into something. Pop. No skill whatsoever. Do not get me started on the fucking ocarina (laughs) is the name of my next show i think that'd be a great show title don't get me started on the fucking ocarina i have got in contact recently with somebody who now works at the bbc but she was also in the town band so i have to maybe get in touch with her and ask her if she's got any footage of it 
I think there needs to be a reunion and I think it needs to be a documentary. I'd Getting the that. band back together, but it's 500 people. 500 episodes. <laughs> yeah, I was the youngest. So I was about eight and the oldest guy in our town band was a Polish man who played... Not the ocarina, please not the ocarina. No, not the ocarina. It's smaller than a trumpet. What's it called? A cornet? Yep. And he was the sweetest man ever, but had forgotten how to speak Polish and never really learned English. <laughs> so he was just like this language man. <laughs> really hard to communicate with. A priority in my life would be like, I've got to learn one of these now. <laughs> I've got to either relearn Polish or learn English. His wife was so sweet because she'd learned English and she was like, oh, his Polish is terrible and his English is, is just not really kind of ever gained momentum. So he's just this like languageless man. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but he was the oldest member of the town band. God, it's all coming back. Oh. He probably doesn't even remember his own name. I wonder if he only remembers the language of the cornet. Mm. And can that's, how he, that's how he does it. What do you want for dinner, love? <laughs> Spagball. <Yeah. laughs> we had that last night. <laughs> what a frustrating oh life God. for that man. It sounds wonderful. Yeah. That's a brilliant story. That yeah. is like a 10 out of yeah. 10 story. And weirdly beautiful and poetic. Yeah. The Languageless Man. The Languageless Man. Can you tell us about you're going on tour and I presume you're going right up to the north as well. Is that true? I am. I'm going all the way up. Tell us about it, please. I'm going to be going to Leeds. We've heard of that. It's actually pronounced Leds. <laughs> Leds. <laughs> Thank you for correcting me yeah. because I definitely don't want to make a tear of myself <laughs> when I walk out. And um, Edinburgh, Glasgow, Newcastle. Well, yeah, my mum's family's from Newcastle. Oh! So I used to go there a lot, yeah. We should have talked yeah. about that. But the the <laughs> band thing was great. <laughs> I don't really have many stories, yeah. though. I just used to go and visit my grandparents up there, but I don't really have any, like, not as good as the record breaker no story. Way. Well, that record breaker story is going to get edited out and it's just going to be you going... Um, <laughs> I've got a grandparent in Newcastle. Thanks for joining us. I'll tell you one thing about my granddad, though, my Georgie granddad. He used to always make us skip paying for the cinema by making us walking backwards to the cinema when everyone else was walking out so that we would skip paying for it. That's genius. Walking backwards? <laughs> As in, you He would... said, when everyone comes out, start walking backwards in through the doors. <laughs> that way they just assume you're part of the Malay coming out and we can just watch a film for free. <laughs> Walking That's backwards and incredible. <laughs> That's like, incredible. Like someone's put you in rewind. Yeah. He also used to make us climb over the back of Beamish <laughs> Railway. He used to make us <laughs> climb over the back around Beamish Railway so we weren't we didn't have to pay to go around the front. That's <laughs> you'd be classic. like scrabbling over barbed wire fences. I know. And then someone's like, hang on, is that that Glockenspiel player from Record Breakers? <laughs> yeah. Don't look. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she walking backwards around the town? <laughs> That's amazing. Just walk everywhere, actually. Like that yeah. Christopher Nolan film. Tenet. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I, I that, thought oh, that was absolute that film. dog it shit. Me out. And there's a few people like, so no, much. no. On, on the second watch, it gets better. I'm like, yeah. If you have to no. go through something an additional time, no. it wasn't good. No. I yeah. came back home and my husband was like, what was that like? What was it about? And I was like, you could put a gun to my head and I have no <laughs> idea what's just gone on for the last two and a half hours. I almost I regret walking backwards into the cinema to watch that, to be honest. It wasn't worth it. Ducking behind bins and then we'd have to duck behind chairs. 
That is a perfect Northern story. You've smashed this, Esther. Thank you so much for doing it. Thanks for having me. And good luck with your tour. It was lovely to chat to you. Thank you so much Thank for doing it. Thank you so it. much for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming. That's the Geordie Estimanita. Bye. Bye, Esther. What's for tea, ma'am? Ian. Yes? Please, if you wouldn't mind, tell me what's been happening in ghoul. This is a quick one. I know this man. What? But um, he's, actually... he's not done a crime. Okay. He's a, a man called Charlie Study who used to run the Junction Theatre. Oh, yeah. Very nice guy. It's a sweet story, a bit of a sad start to it. But when his mum died, he found a library book in her possession from six, 76 years ago. And if they wanted to, they could have fined him £3,500. <gasps> Oh my god! They didn't obviously like because the book was not due... obviously really. Not but you obviously. think someone would do that? I think libraries have been known, from my own personal experience, to be I'm trying to think of an, a diplomatic way oh. of saying the c word. You're trying to find a diplomatic way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> not a diplomatic. La- How can I say <laughs> the c word? If I do it in a sandwich, a compliment, then a c word, then a compliment. Yeah. Librarians can be lovely, C-word, and fastidious. What a lovely sandwich. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> and yeah, I think librarians would be happy with that. Like, yeah? Yeah. I don't even know what fastidious means. Very attentive to and concerned about accuracy and detail. Yes, great. Yeah, I would say Nailed that. Nailed that. Let's just look up the middle of the sandwich. A woman's genitals. Great. <laughs> That's what it says. It's a noun, and there's an exclamation mark next to it, a warning. Vulgar slang. Ooh, okay. Vulgar um, slang, should be. <laughs> Very good. Thank you so much. Very droll. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's seen the book. He's took, yeah. it, he's took it back to the library. Oh. I imagine they were like, what? What book was it? The book was called The Way to the Tomb by Ronald Duncan. <laughs> But it was due back on the yeah, 17th of July, 1946. They must oh, have forgotten wow. about it. Wow. Just after the war. That would have been due back. That's kind of beautiful, isn't mm. it? It's really gorgeous, that. And I think, let's see what the library said. Um, oh, a series of tweets from Keithley Library. We received an email about a very overdue book, a play by Ronald Duncan called This Way to the Tomb. This is definitely a record for us, nearly 76 years overdue. <sighs> The gentleman said, I'm more than happy to send it to you, but less enthusiastic about paying any fine. Like, um, so I thought I'd work out what it would be if we charged a current rate of £15 per day, total £3,500. Um, we have not charged any overdue fees for this book. got to be more than that, hasn't it? £15 a day only comes to... 15 p per day is the oh, current rate. I was going to say. I reckon that's gone up the cost of living. Yeah. I did, I did a gig last night and I mentioned the cost of living crisis and a girl at the front row went... Oh, Cosy Lives. It's like, she's got a nickname for the cost oh, of living crisis. Oh, the old Cosy Lives. And I, I just thought, it's clearly not affecting you. <laughs> if you're like, no one's going into a food bank going then. I'm oh, struggling to feed my kids with the old Cosy Lives at the minute. I um, like the old foodie bee because yeah. of the Cosy Lives. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Hey, up, cock. What's been going on in, in holiday, mate, if you don't mind me asking? So, I found a story from the Hull Daily Mail, which is about chat GPT. I love it. Do you? I've been using it to write on my stand-up. <laughs> I've been I've been struggling with writing. I'll just whack in, write me a stand-up routine about whatever it is. Yeah. Read that out. 
Well, that's kind of what this is about. So it says, <laughs> the, the title of the article is Accent Like a Mouthful of Gravel. <laughs> Chat GPT pokes fun at Hull in AI-generated stand-up routine. Oh. Yeah. Have you done this? No, that's this, not mine. Is this from you? I didn't realise it was um, norphobic as well, ChatGPT. It's norphobic. I can't believe that even robots have some sort of discriminative attitude against the Hull yeah. accent. So it says, a bit of fun or a terrifying machine-led future. It's one of the big talking points of 2023 and it seems there's little it can't have a go at. So someone has put in, right, because Russell Kane, comedian Russell Kane, mm -hmm. put in, right, some stand-up about Swansea. Yeah. And he posted it and people were like, no, that, that's kind of rubbish. Your job is safe. But then somebody's put in about Hull and it's come up with that, that line that our accent sounds like oh. a mouthful of gravel. Should we try it then? So I thought maybe we could write a Northern News story on ChatGPT and see if it is a terrible... about Northern News then? It must... He'll know about know news the from the North at least. Yeah, but, yeah. but We could say like, um, can you write... I'm excited. ...an example, funny story that would appear on the Northern News podcast with Amy Gledhill and Ian Smith. Um, yeah, do you want to read it out? It's yeah. given us both lines <gasps> to do. No um, way. Oh my God, Ian! Right, okay. Okay. So title Hilarious Hijinks Unfold at the Northern News Office. Um oh so I've put can you write an example funny story that would appear on the Northern News podcast? I think it's written like a story. But let's do it. So it gives us oh like Oh my god, this us is lines. Ian, this is terrifying. Yeah. Okay. So this is Chat GPT. Welcome back to another episode of Northern News Podcast. I'm Amy Gledhill and as always I'm joined by my brilliant co host Ian Smith. Hello everyone, we have quite the tale for you today, straight from our very own newsroom. Brace yourselves for a whirlwind of laughter and chaos. That's right, Ian, picture this. It's just another ordinary day at the Northern News office, bustling with journalists, deadlines and perpetual aroma of coffee. I think it has misunderstood, it hasn't yeah. listened, has no. it? Ah, the sweet scent of journalistic ambition. Our story begins when our beloved editor, Mr Higgins, decided <laughs> to introduce a new casual Friday policy. And let me tell you, Ian, chaos ensued. Now, our typically sharp-dressed newsroom turned into a wild fashion parade. Imagine journalists in Hawaiian shirts, neon sneakers, and even a colleague who mistook Casual Friday for a Halloween costume party. Oh, the horror. But wait, it gets even better. Amidst the fashion frenzy, our esteemed weatherman, Steve, decided to take things to the next level. He walked in wearing a full-on scuba diving suit. I couldn't believe my eyes, Ian. This is... What right, is this, this? This thinks we are a news organisation. <laughs> um, and not a... I said fucking podcast. Wow. Idiot fucking... Idiot artificial intelligence. Stupid artificial intelligence. Um, Could you write in um, uh, an, an article from the Hull Daily Mail? Can you what? Can you write? Can you write an article like it's? I don't. I don't understand ChatGPT. And while you're finding that, I'm going to read some of the stand-up routine that ChatGPT. Oh yeah. Uh, did for the comedy set. So, uh, hello everybody. Here I am in Hull tonight, the beautiful city by the sea, where the only thing colder than the weather is the locals. Um, I love coming from Hull. It's a city with character, and by character, I mean it's got more pubs than people. Okay. I don't know. What it is about this place, but every time I come here, I feel like I need a liver transplant. <laughs> Who's this? Is terrible, terrible comedy. 
uh, blah, blah, blah. And it ends with, anyway, I could go on and on about Hull, but I don't want to get too controversial. So thanks for having me, Hull. You guys have been great. And if any of you see that giant chip again, tell him I said hi. No. Yeah, I think we're all right for yeah. now. I think we um, are all right for now. I put, can you write an example article from the Hull Daily Mail? It's just written a review of a cat cafe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put in, can you write some stand-up comedy jokes about Ghoul, East Yorkshire? One, so I recently visited Ghoul and let me tell you, I've never seen so many roundabouts in my life. <laughs> it's like a never-ending game of which exit should I take? They should rename the town Ghoul, home of the roundabouts. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> you know you're in Ghoul when you see more boats than people. What? I don't know. I mean, seriously, I didn't know I had to bring my sailor hat and life jacket just to stroll through the town. It's like a nautical adventure on dry land. It has a dock. It has some docks. Jesus Christ. I heard that in Gull, the residents have a unique way of telling directions. Instead of saying, go straight, take a left, they say, turn at the big tree, pass the duck pond, and make a U-turn at the cow statue. I got lost trying to find the grocery store. The cow statue. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are you on about? Oh, wow. Okay, chap GPT. We're all right for now. Yep. Well, we're safe. We're safe. We live to, to do comedy another day. Yeah. So that's it. That's our Northern News. That's our Northern News. Thank you so much for listening. I can't thank you enough. He can't thank you enough. He's trying. Mm. He can't. Um, if you are listening and you want more extra bonus content, you can follow us on Patreon or on Apple Subs. Or you can back us personally. Yes, please. That'd be nice. Yeah. And thank you to our special guest, Esther Manito. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. You've got to go check her tour out. You've got to. It's um, Sophia, the 17th to the 19th of August. And then it's all over the bloody country in September. It's everywhere. You can't stop this woman. Yeah. Go good, see her. Good She's luck so good. I love Esther. Go and see her. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Hello everyone, it's Ian Smith here from Northern News, the podcast you are currently listening to. And I'm here to tell you that I'm recording my multi-award-nominated solo show, Crushing, on Tuesday the 4th of June at the Pleasance Theatre in London. But I'd love to see some Northern News listeners there. We're recording this show, it's going to live online forever. So the more supportive a crowd, the better. Hope to see you there!